Hi there. I'm Michael Marvash, and this is The Dead Man's Forest, a weekly conversation about life, the nature of existence, and how we can find more fulfillment and meaning in our lives. Every week, I drive up the mountain and walk into the forest to surround myself with the natural world, with the life and the death that are all so closely bound up in, in nature, in the forest, and that sometimes are hidden from us in our cities and towns and homes. The Dead Man's Forest is what I call this conversation, but it's also what I call the space in which this conversation happens. The Dead Man's Forest is not the forest that I'm sitting in right now. Rather, it is the mental and emotional space that I have to enter, and I think that anyone has to enter in order to share the wisdom and knowledge that we acquire from our life experiences. It's a, it's a place of vulnerability because, because there's always the possibility that what we share can be rejected or criticized or even ridiculed. And furthermore, the Dead Man's Forest is a place of vulnerability because it's a place where we really closely examine the beliefs that we have and sometimes we realize that they need to change. And when we change, when we actively participate in changing ourselves at a very deep level, it is a kind of little death because the person that we were ceases to exist. And so it, in a very real way, the dead man's forest is a place that we come to die. And it's hard to be observed when you're dying. But at the same time, the dead man's forest is a place where new things are born. We choose to change ourselves so that we can become more and more the people we want to be. And while that process requires a death, it also engenders a birth. And so the dead man's forest is a challenging place, a place of duality, a place where we can feel and participate in many of the different kinds of experiences that we have because we're human. So welcome to the Dead Man's Forest, and thanks for choosing to be here. 
Last week we talked about science and the, the scientific perspective on life and how it discounts the subjective feelings that we have, the feeling of being in ourselves, and how it can't explain why any of this is here or what it means, if anything. Science just deconstructs and explains the interactions of things. And it's a great tool for that, but it's a very limited tool when it comes to helping us understand how to live more fulfilling lives, which I think is something that many of us want. As I was thinking more about this topic over the past week, it occurred to me that in a lot of ways we deconstruct things here in the Dead Man's Forest too. And I realized that that way of thinking, that, that deconstructive way of thinking comes from the way I was raised. My dad is an engineer and as a young person, I therefore got lots of opportunities to see tools being taken apart so they could be fixed or just so we could learn how they worked. And that engineering mindset of disassembling something into its component parts really gives you a rich understanding of how that thing works. Taking apart a computer or a car engine or an electric drill and seeing all of the different pieces and understanding more about their role in making the tool as a whole function really gives you a greater appreciation for the tool itself. But the other important part of that engineering mindset is that when you have disassembled the tool and examined the parts and learned from them what you can, you don't leave the tool disassembled. You put it back together. Disassembly is not an end in and of itself. It is a, it is a, a method by which you can appreciate more the things that you have. And so science, and I realize that I've been saying science, but really what I mean is this common scientific mindset that we see in today's society, that science is an end to itself, that it can explain everything. And maybe that's true. And maybe that satisfies some people. But I think we see a lot of disillusionment as well in today's society. A lot of people who don't see any meaning, any purpose to life or to their lives. And I think that's the danger of that deconstructive mindset. It's just like an engineer who tears something apart and then just leaves it disassembled. There's no appreciation in that process. There's just learning 
and though you might always might not always see it there is destruction deconstruction is a kind of destruction if it's not used to learn how to create something or to appreciate something but deconstruction is not in and of itself bad of course in fact we do a lot of that here in the dead man's forest we pull on these threads of conversation we unravel bits and pieces of our existence and our experience we examine them we take them apart we examine the pieces of them but the idea is that when we go forth from the dead man's forest back into our day-to-day lives we can then reassemble the parts into a whole that we then have more appreciation for and we can therefore live richer more fulfilling lives because of that appreciation over the past couple weeks we've been wrestling with truth with deconstructing the nature of truth and how we know it and i want to return to that older topic of conversation this week one of the things that we have to take into consideration when we're talking about truth is the perspective that we all naturally have whether it be the perspective of the physical space that we're in uh, that we're in a body and that body can only look at things from one place at a time or from the ideological places that we inhabit based on our upbringing and our belief systems and our experiences we talked in previous conversations about how criticizing someone else's perspective is not justified if you have not tried to take their perspective we talked about the house that was blue on one side and red on the other and how if you're sitting on that blue side and the person on the other side is telling you that it's red you're calling them stupid or ridiculing their perspective serves no purpose other than to make you look like a fool because once you get up and walk around the house you see that what they were saying made sense from their perspective i mentioned how that perspective taking process can make us justified in criticizing someone else's perspective that if you get up and walk around the house and see that it's green and they've been saying it's red then you can say hey you're missing something now i'm looking at it from your perspective and and you're still i still think you're wrong but i was talking to my girlfriend this week and she said what if what if they're colorblind there's always there's always the fact that we cannot get all the way into someone else's perspective and even if we're sitting right next to them looking at the same wall they are we're looking through different eyes we're looking through a different mind we're looking through a different set of life experiences and expectations and beliefs and i thought 
maybe there is no way to ever know for sure whether your perspective is true. Maybe it's an endless chain of getting closer and closer and closer to that other perspective. You walk around the house, you sit down next to them, you have them take a picture of it, you look at the picture. There's, there, there are many, many different ways to try and gain that perspective that the other person sees. You show them a different wall of a similar color and you ask them, does this look the same? That's the deconstructive, scientific, investigative, engineering mindset. That's how we learn more about what things look like to us and what they look like to other people. But in the same way that the car engine that I disassembled when I was a kid broke apart into many different pieces, each of those pieces was also made up of pieces. And each of those pieces was also made up of pieces. And so on and so forth, down to a smaller and smaller level until we can no longer perceive it. And I wonder if that's an appropriate metaphor for how we construct our perspectives of the world. Is that our perspective is made up of lots of little things, the way our eyes work what we are good at paying attention to and what we are good at ignoring, what we believe and how we interpret the things that we perceive. And so just like maybe there is no way to completely understand something like a car engine, to break it down perfectly to its smallest pieces be those atoms or quarks or whatever and understand the entire breadth from tiny to a complete piece. Maybe there's no way to do that with a perspective either, with our own or with someone else's. I don't like that thought. <laughs> I don't like that thought because I like to understand things. I like to deconstruct things. I get pleasure out of it. I like to put them back together and have a greater appreciation for the whole. But at some point, it's important for me to realize that you can only deconstruct something so far before it loses all meaning. And maybe at some point, it's important to step back from that deconstructive process and to allow that other person to have their perspective while hopefully they return that courtesy to you. All we ever have in this life is our own perspective and the ability to communicate with other people, to try and listen to their perspective and take their perspective and maybe incorporate that perspective into ours and maybe make the decision that our perspective was wrong or deficient in some way. But even if we do change our perspective, our new conception of that thing, whatever it is, if it's a house or an engine or a political stance or a belief about what happens to us after we die, all of those things simply end up being our best guess at the reality. They are not the reality itself. And so at some point we just have to stop, stop deconstructing 
stop thinking about that issue or problem or situation or tool. Reassemble it and appreciate it. That car engine runs even if we don't fully understand it. And someone else's political belief works for their life even if we don't understand and accept it. There's this dual nature, this dual nature of trying to understand and to deconstruct, but at the same time to reintegrate and to appreciate. And we have to, at the end of the day, I think that integration perhaps is more important than the deconstruction because you can live with an engine that runs, whether or not you understand why it runs. Understanding why it runs may give you a deeper appreciation of it, but if all you end up with is parts, you have nothing. In the same way, understanding why you have a particular set of religious beliefs may give you a greater appreciation for those beliefs, but if you simply live always in that deconstructive analyzing mode where you're trying to understand and break down your beliefs, you never get to enjoy the impact they have on your life. And so maybe the most important part of the conversation that we have in here in the Dead Man's Forest is when we leave, is when we go back, is when we reintegrate all of the pieces of our experience that we've separated out back into that experience and we go out into the world and we live it. That's why we're here. That's why we do this work. So while I personally may sometimes be frustrated at the fact that I don't fully understand something and I'm going to try to keep understanding it more, I'm going to try to keep taking it apart and examining it and trying to fit these pieces together and seeing if I can make sense of it. I always need to remind myself that at the end of the day, I reconstruct it, I reintegrate it, and I go use that tool. Understanding is good when it increases our appreciation of a thing. But when understanding something becomes an end in itself, then it also becomes an endless source of frustration because total understanding is denied us in our limited physical human form. We can't know everything <laughs> as occasionally infuriating as that may be. For me, it is important to remind myself of that on a regular basis and to let go of that need that I feel like I have. To let go, to just be, and to use the tools and to perceive things the way I perceive them and to live my life as contentedly and as fulfillingly as I know how based on the understanding that I have at that moment. I think you can hear that this is a challenge for me and I would love to hear from you if this is a challenge for you. I know that it's not for everyone. I would really love to hear the ways 
in which you find understanding versus appreciating difficult or easy or meaningful or not meaningful. And I would really love to hear any stories that you have that give you a perspective on what we've talked about today. If you would like to speak up, you can do so on Twitter. Our handle is at deadmansforest1. That's the number one. Or you can go to our website, deadmansforest.org, and send us a note. We would love to hear from you either way. Or if all you want to do is listen today and take these words into yourself, into your heart, and into your head, then you are just as valuable a member of the conversation. And we thank you for being here with us. Have a great week. We will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.